Bible coffee talk. Valley Dentier. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Bible Coffee Talk with me, Allie Benfield. I'm so happy you're tuning in. I hope you're well and living your best life for Jesus Christ. On my podcast, we talk about subjects that some, if not most of us, are going through, dealing with, or just want more information about. But we apply the Bible and our love for our Savior, Jesus Christ, hoping that it will enrich our lives and help us as we walk righteously in obedience with the Holy Spirit. And we do it while enjoying a hot cup of coffee together. Because after all, this is a fellowship between friends. Am I right? So grab your coffee and your Bible and let's learn more about Jesus Christ together. Sound good? Awesome. Let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining me today on Bible Coffee Talk with me, Ali Benfield. I'm so glad you've stopped by. Today I am drinking a... Uh, vanilla biscotti coffee and if you've listened to any of my other podcasts you know that that's kind of my go-to coffee flavor I think I think that in the next little while I will be going to uh, the coffee pod place the Keurig coffee pod place that I go to and buying a whole bunch of different new selections I think I'd like to switch it up try something new new is good so I think um my good friend Cynthia uh she drinks uh what does she drink French vanilla cappuccino. So I'll probably pick up a couple of those for her and give her a little nod in one of my future podcasts. Uh, I know Justin drinks his uh, Van Hoot caramel butterscotch coffee. So I'll pick some of those up, hoping that he might share them with me. Uh, Megan likes her pumpkin spice. And I don't know, I don't like that. I really don't like that. But I know that there are different kinds of pumpkin coffee that I want to try, like pumpkin pie. That might be different. Anyways. So that's, look out for those new flavors that I try. And I'll give a nod to what flavors I'm drinking so that you know and that you can follow along. Anyways, uh, today's episode is on vanity. Whew, it's going to be a good one. So grab your Bible, grab your coffee, and join me in prayer as I turn over this entire podcast over to the Lord for his blessing and approval. Heavenly Father, I just come before you. I ask you to watch over us, protect us, keep your hand over us as we learn your truth and your word. Lord, I ask that every word that comes from my mouth please you, that the message uh, is heard by those that need to hear your truth and your wisdom and your love, Lord. I ask you for these things and I thank you for these things in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. So the whole episode is on vanity, and I wasn't really sure where to start, but I think I'm just going to dive right in, because there's nothing like ripping the Band-Aid off and going from there. <sighs> Here we go. This week, I have, well, in the last couple of weeks, I've basically been telling people on my podcast that I'm stepping away from Facebook. And the reason for that was because I was being inundated in my newsfeed with things that were troubling and upsetting my heart. And I didn't like what I was reading. I didn't like uh, the content that people were posting. It just became very overwhelming to me. It was not anything um, joyous. Usually I would hop on Facebook and I would make a whole bunch of posts for the Lord. My entire Facebook account was directed sorry, dedicated to the Lord Jesus. Everything that I was posting was either a teaching tool, it was um, to worship, it was to bless other people, you know, in any type of discouragement that they were going through. But the more that I was posting about the Lord, the more I found that in the news feed, people were rebelling. They were, um, they were hostile almost. And it wasn't just with the non-believers that I had um, 
befriended. It was also the believers, um, the shoving down my throat and just anybody's throat about, um, certain, certain things. And it was like, hold on a second. Like, I just really felt the Holy Spirit like pulling me back saying, okay, Allie, we're going to take a break from Facebook. This is not where I need you to witness for me. I need you to witness in this direction. And the moment I took a step back from Facebook and kind of put it on the back burner and I totally engrossed myself into my podcast, it just took off. It flourished. And I remember saying to Justin, like, you're not going to believe this, but I went from whatever, whatever numbers I was at to like, whatever, whatever numbers I was at when I told him and it was like, what? I'm like, I know. And it wasn't because I had done anything to promote myself. I remember talking to a friend of mine, I think it was Cynthia. And I said, you know, how do you, how do you go about getting your numbers to grow? And she had said, well, cause I think I said, do I tag people? Do I do anything? She said, well, I really don't do that. I was like, oh, then I'm not going to do that either. Not that I was looking for any type of followers or likes. That's not what I was doing this for. I didn't want anybody to, I didn't, how do I put this? I didn't want to be a face on YouTube. I didn't want a YouTube channel where people associated my ministry with my face because that would mean that I would be getting glory for the things that I was saying. And I didn't want to do that. All the glory, all the praise goes to Christ Jesus. And that's why I was doing this. So I thought the best way for me to witness to others is for myself to be on the back burner, to be used as a vessel to promote Jesus Christ so that others hear his message without all the adornment of what I could be doing um, to be seen. I didn't want, I've never in my life be, how do I put this? <laughs> I have never in my life been someone who needed to be seen. I've always kind of been in the shadows and that was fine with me. So this shouldn't really be any different. I wanted to be heard. I've always wanted to be heard in this message that I have about, you know, Jesus died for you. Jesus bled for you. He, he paid a sinner's price, a sinner's death when he was perfect for you to bridge the gap so that you would never be separated from him so that you would be with him for all eternity. So long as you call out on his name, so long as you repent of your sin, so long as you seek his face and you walk in righteousness and obedience to him. That's the message. That's the message. I did not want anybody to see me rather than hear my voice and the message that the Holy spirit was putting on my heart to get out there. Now, <laughs> As I said, the more I stepped back from Facebook, the more this podcast grew. And praise God, I take no credit for that. It's solely the Holy Spirit. It's his message. It's what he wants me to talk about. It's it's him getting this tiny little podcast to the people that need to hear it. I haven't done anything other than just hit record and start talking, just jibber-jabbering about things that have been heavy on my heart. And when I include the Bible, it just seemed more and more people were identifying with the things that I was saying. And they're like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm feeling too. And when I would talk to Justin, it was when Justin would say to me, you know what, it's when you slip up, it's when you make mistakes, that people are able to identify with you more. You become a realer person instead of just reading it off, you know, a script or something. You just, you're coming down to their level. You're actually you're becoming real to them and they can identify with that. Keep doing that. Keep doing more of that. 
And so that's what I did. I've basically thrown away the scripts. I'm just freely talking, just coming at you from, you know, a place of um, humbleness with a, a open heart with the Holy Spirit, just to lay it out there, just to say exactly what's on my mind. But I'm going to throw a whole bunch of Bible verses at you. Now, when we talk about vanity, the first place that came to mind was Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 11. So I'm going to give you a few seconds to look that up. Grab your Bible. I do read from the King James Version Bible only because it's the least tampered with Bible out there. There are times that I will use the uh, NIV Bible just because I do find that the King James Version is a little tricky or difficult to understand at times in certain places. So with that being said, I am reading right now from the King James Version Bible. And I'm looking up Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 11. And it says, Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought, and on the labor that I had labored to do. And behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and there was no profit under the sun. So, before I continue, what I get from this verse is that out of all the things that my hands had wrought, and, and the things that I had labored on, if it's full of vanity and vexation, then there's no profit. You're not gaining anything. If I do what I'm doing for this podcast thinking, you know, um, you know, people are going to see me and, you know, I have to look a certain way. I have to look beautiful, you know, even though this is a podcast, you know, if I were to do a video and I were to do my hair and, you know, uh, what do the kids say? They're like, your makeup's on point. <laughs> Yeah, that's what my daughter would say. So if I were to do my hair and my makeup on point and I were to dress up with all the flashy new trendy clothes and have on like all kinds of like glittery earrings and necklaces and rings and bracelets and like bling myself out, I am not doing it for the Lord. I am doing it for likes. I'm doing it for vanity reasons. I am doing it for people to say, wow, she's beautiful. Like, I love her hair. Oh my goodness, do you see what she's wearing? I love that. And wow, her jewelry is like, oh, I'm so envious, I want that. Wrong, 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 wrong. That's the wrong reason to be doing anything for the Lord. We are not to be vain. We are not to do things in any type of prideful manner. That's why I don't do that. That's why you don't see me on a YouTube channel because I have seen people Recently, Justin and I watched a video just the other day and her her message, I mean, she was dolled up to the nine. She looked gorgeous. And I don't begrudge anybody for looking beautiful. I don't. That's not, this is not a slam. This is not a dig. This is not any type of personal attack on this woman. She's gorgeous, gorgeous. Where I'm going with this is, is that at the end of her message, and, and she did have a few really good um, points in the Bible. And I'm not going to throw out names because I don't think that's fair. But um, this one specific person that we were watching, the end of her video, she said, you know, and, um, after she had slammed, you know, Joel Olstein and she's slamming the prosperity, you know, pastors and preachers. And she actually had the audacity to say, you know, and my um, GoPro that, that you all sent the money for me to get, you know, that's that's because of you. And it's like, whoa like I don't I watched her and I'll be honest there was a part of me that was like she is so beautiful <sighs> and I started to kind of feel a little bad about myself it's like like she's really 
done up really pretty and her hair is gorgeous. I wish my hair was like that. Wrong. That's the wrong reason to like, I just immediately, my spirit felt heavy. And again, it's not because that she was so beautiful. It was because the whole time she's witnessing for the Lord, she's playing with her hair and she's like fidgeting around with her gold necklace and her, her earrings. And it was like wrong. Like if you're going to witness for the Lord, we are to humble ourselves. We are to have, um, a humbleness about us where we are able to um, quiet ourselves down and let the Lord speak through us. And if we're fidgeting with our gold, if we're, you know, playing with our hair and we're not really concentrating on the message and that's, we're not doing it for the right reasons. So when somebody said to me, you know, um, they, they inboxed me and they were like, are you upset? Is that why you've kind of stepped away from from Facebook. Are you upset because you don't, you're not getting a whole bunch of likes on your podcast or you're not, people aren't listening to your message. And it was like, no, like I, that's not it at all. My message <laughs> without my even trying, the Lord has taken the message that I thought wasn't getting out there and he's getting it out there. People are jumping at wanting to know who Jesus is. And, and I didn't think they were. I thought there were so many people that were shunning the Lord away and they were like, I don't want anything to do with him. And, you know, I'm so content in my sin that I don't need to hear this message. But that's not the truth. People want to know who Jesus is. They want a savior. They do. They do. And when you humble yourself and you get down on a, on a really real, a really real level with them and you come at them with a trueness and a humbleness and you're not prideful and you're not full of vanity. People identify with that. And Justin was right. Justin was a hundred percent right. When he said, you need to, to just be yourself. Stop reading from a script. Just let people hear the, the real you. And when I did that, it was like, what? <laughs> and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that my podcast has taken off because of me. It has nothing to do with me. Nothing at all. This is all the Holy Spirit at work. The other verse I wanted to talk to you about was in Jeremiah 2, verse 5. So I'll let you um, look that up. My grandmother once told me, and I, I think I mentioned this in another podcast, where the beauty of a rose isn't seen until it grows through the dirt. It has to go through all that horrible, yucky, dirty, muddy, slimy crap of dirt before it breaks through and it sees the sun, it feels the warmth of the sun, and then it starts to really take off. It starts to come out of its nutshell. It just starts to unravel. It starts to grow and thrive and become this beautiful flower. And it's fragrant. It smells beautiful and its petals are open and its color is just vibrant that's what we are like that's what we're supposed to be we are supposed to grow from the dirt whatever crap life throws about at us we're supposed to grow through that and out of that with jesus christ we become something beautiful but but beautiful in the lord not things of the world so again in jeremiah chapter 2 verse 5 it says thus saith the lord that iniquity have your fathers found in me that they are gone far from me and have walked after vanity and are become vain so this verse here tells me that um what iniquity have your fathers found in me so like when we're vain 
we actually, when we follow vanity, we actually become something that's not who we are. We, we take on a, I guess you, in lack of a better term, uh, the spirit of vanity, a, a demonic spirit of vanity. That's, that's what it is. And we're not supposed to be like that. And I'll follow up in Jeremiah 4, verse 30. So flip the pages, just a couple more. Same book, just a couple verses down. It says, And when that thou art spoiled, what wilt thou do? Thou, Though thou clothest thyself in crimson, thou, though thou deckest thee with ornaments of gold, thou, okay, this is really hard to, to read. Though thou rentest thy face with painting, in vain shall thou make thyself fair thy lovers will despise thee they will seek thee they will seek thy life <laughs> okay so that was a really really hard one to read so i'm going to actually read it um in the um the niv version so it says here in jeremiah 34 verse 30 what are you doing you devastated one why dress yourself in scarlet and put on jewels of gold? Why highlight your eyes with makeup? You adorn yourself in vain. Your lovers despise you. They want to kill you. So that's actually the um, NIV version. And like I said, when I go back and forth from one to the other, it, you can see where it's easier to read the NIV version. It says the same thing, but kind of words it a little differently. So you really got to be careful of the translation because sometimes the NIV version will take a word out. They will put a word in, and I don't like that. So you really have to be on guard and watch that. However, for this one verse um, in, in the Bible, uh, Jeremiah 4, verse 30, it's on point. It's it's word word for word. The the words kind of are the same. They mean the same, but they're they're easier to understand. Okay. With that being said, it actually makes amazing points as to what I just said. And what I just said was, you know, what are you doing? Why are you dressing yourself in scarlet and putting on jewels of gold? Why are you highlighting your eyes with makeup? You are adoring yourself in vain. So that alone right there, boom. Boom! That ought to tell you. You know, when you're dressing up to go on your YouTube channels and you're, you know, dolling yourself up or you're, you know, witnessing to other people, you're going to church and you're like all completely dolled up. Do you think that impresses the Lord Jesus? Do you think that he's going to be like, oh my goodness, this one is mine because look at her. She's like, her makeup is flawless. She's wearing like beautiful jewels of gold and she's like all dressed up in the finest of clothes. That does not impress him. Like, <laughs> you know what impresses him? Your heart. Your heart impresses the Lord. He sees right through all that garbage, all that, that vanity, that pridefulness. He sees right through that and he looks right at your heart, man. And if you are doing it for likes if you're doing it for you know um followers if you're doing it for people to say wow look at her she's beautiful then you might as well stop what you're doing because you're not impressing the lord jesus and you're not winning souls for his kingdom you're doing the exact opposite and i just gotta say that for me when i pulled away from from facebook and i kind of walked away it was the best thing i have done in a very very long time and i'll tell you why sometimes we are led astray. The, the people that are supposed to be teaching us about the Lord or people that we come to know who 
witness by saying, you know, I know so much about the Bible and, you know, this is what the Bible says. You're actually taking their interpretation and you better be careful with that because somebody's interpretation not might not be what the Lord Jesus is saying. And now you're being led astray. And again, these people might have good intentions, but hell is paved with good intentions. I'm not saying that these people are going to hell. I'm just saying that this is your salvation. This is your, your relationship with Jesus Christ. And if I was married to somebody, I would want that person. How do we put this? I would want that person to be on guard. I would want to make sure that they know who Jesus is, that they, um, that they knew everything they could. Jesus wants that for you. He wants that for you. He loves you so much. He died for you. He's saying, whoa, you know what? This person's talking about this. They're taking a tiny bit of my truth from the Bible and they're throwing their two cents in. And that's not at all what I meant. That's not what's that's written in the Bible. Be careful. Allie, be careful. You know, uh, Luke, be careful. Matthew, be careful. <laughs> I'm just rhyming off people in the Bible. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, all of you be careful. That's not what the Bible says. Um, and and there there are people that we live in a society where everything is fame. Everybody wants the best thing. They want the fastest cars, the biggest houses. They want the flashiest clothes. You know, the the most bling for their buck. They want lots of diamonds. They want the flash. They want the the money in the account. They want you know the hottest boyfriend, the hottest girlfriend. You know the they just, they want, they want, they want. And with the Lord Jesus, he's not about that at all. He is more attracted to somebody who's homeless with an absolute heart on fire for him than somebody who is driving around in a Lamborghini with, you know, Gucci shoes on with, you know, diamonds and Rolexes. He's not impressed by that. He could snap his finger and he could have all of it in an instant. It does not impress him. He's more interested in the person who yearns to know him, who loves Jesus Christ with all their heart and all their mind, who strives to, to obey the Holy Spirit, the person who is just, they have nothing and they trust him fully. And then you've got people who have everything and they don't even want to know him. They don't trust him. Jesus Christ. No way. He's, he's, he's a figment. He's, you know, mother goose rhymes. That's what the Bible is. And it, it's sad. And I think Justin's the one that told me this. And I was like, so impressed. I mean, Justin, thank you for opening my eyes to this. I, I love you dearly. Elton, not Elton John, John Lennon was an atheist and he sung all about, um, you know, uh, heaven. And he, he, um, was so good to people and um, helped people out. And he was just very, he was a gracious man. And then you get the man who actually killed him, shot him in the back. And, but he eventually gave his heart to the Lord where John Lennon didn't. Who do you think out of those two people are going to go to heaven? The man who was the singer who had everything, who tried to uh, be kind to people and, um, saying about love or the man who shot John Lennon in the back, but gave his heart to Jesus Christ afterwards. Who do you think?
Okay, let me just tell you something. You could be a murderer. You could have lived such a hardcore, terrible, ruthless, evil life. But let me tell you something. If you genuinely, heartfully, just totally give your heart over to Jesus Christ and humbly ask for forgiveness and ask him into your life, you are a new person. That person who did all those bad things is gone. Jesus accepts you who you are so long as you come to him, so long as you actually kneel at, at his feet and humbly say, forgive me. He'll forgive you. Your sins are wiped clean. You are washed clean as snow with the blood of Jesus Christ. That's your promise in Jesus. If you hold on to that, if you believe in that, if that sinks into your bones, into your marrow, into your heart, your mind, your soul, you are saved. You are saved. That's it. You could have good intentions like John um, Lennon who sang wonderful songs and he made people feel good. and um, But in the end, he did not know Jesus personally. And if you don't know Jesus personally, then you're not getting into heaven. That's that's it. That's psh, done. That's the importance of having a relationship with Jesus is that he wants you with him. That's why he died on the cross for you. So when you... When you dress in the morning, I'm not saying don't put an effort into your appearance. Absolutely. Your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit. Definitely. Shower. That's important. You don't want to stink. Wash your hair. Absolutely. Clean yourself. You know, the, the Bible talks about cleaning yourself, especially when you're sick. It says wash yourself. Definitely. <laughs> I am in no way saying do not wash yourself. That's important. Wear clean clothes. Yes, absolutely. But everything is in modesty, right? But I guess that's where I'm going as well with this is, sorry, coffee, is modesty. You don't have to spend a million dollars on yourself to dress beautifully. If you were to grab a bolt of fabric and make your own dress, if you, if you did it with love if you enjoyed sewing whatever it is you know even if you were to buy a dress forget sewing one but even if you were to buy one god's not looking at how you dress when you go to church he's not looking at how you dress when you speak to someone witnessing to them about the lord jesus he's not looking at the jewelry you wear the makeup that you have on the the curls in your hair the the color of your hair, he's not looking at any of that. The only thing he's looking at is your heart, and the only thing he's listening to are your words coming from your mouth. He wants you to be genuine. He wants you to be um, faithful. He wants you to be obedient. These are things that he looks for in you. That pleases him. That's what we're supposed to do, is please the Lord Jesus. So, I know for myself that... Um, when I, when I go down on my knees and I pray and, and I ask the Lord to help me lead others to him, I also ask him to help me do it with a genuine heart. I don't want to do it knowing or feeling, sorry, I don't want to do it feeling that, you know what, did that person like what I said? You know, like how many people are actually going to listen to my podcast? I don't want to do that. 
I don't do this because I'm looking for likes. I don't do this because I want followers. I don't do this because I'm trying to count subscribers. I don't do this for any other reason than, you know what, this message needs to get out there because the Bible says that when this message is spread throughout the entire world and people have heard it everywhere in the world, then my Savior is coming. And I want my Savior to come. I want to be with him. I want to go to heaven. I want to walk hand in hand with Justin into heaven with my children and and see what heaven looks like. I want to be able to sit and have a conversation with Jesus Christ. I want to sit down with the apostles and ask them things that I have only dreamt about asking or wondered about. I would love to sit and talk to Moses. Wouldn't you? Can you not fathom what that would be like to sit and talk to um, Ruth in the Bible, to talk to Mary, Jesus' mother, and, and hear her side of it when when her son was hanging on the cross for your sins how she as a mother felt because i can't even imagine that that's what i want so i don't care about likes i don't care about people listening to me and and being my friend that's not what i'm doing i do this because i am trying to get his message out there to the best of my ability because i'm only one little person in the little town that i'm from but Every drop in a bucket of water adds up to something, and eventually that pail will be full. And when it is, my Savior is coming to bring me home. And if you believe in Jesus Christ, he's bringing you home with him. And I will see you. I will see you at the Lamb's Supper. And we will talk. And I will be able to say, Jesus loves you, and I will hug you, and we can talk with all the other people that we've read about in the Bible and how wonderful that will be. And that is my podcast for today, guys. I hope you found it rewarding. I hope it touched and blessed your heart. I hope that if anybody hears this and you need to share it with other people, please share it. Get this message out there. Help me spread the Lord's word so that, you know, he comes sooner. So that, you know what? We are doing his work. We are soldiers for his army. We are witnesses for his Holy Spirit. Even if all you do is say, Lord, come into my heart, make me a new person, help me. He'll help you. He'll make you a new person. You are now a, a child of the Lord God, and you are his, and nothing will take you out of his mighty right hand. If you need help to know more about Jesus Christ, and you want someone who will read the word with you and help you to break down what it says biblically properly without throwing in two cents without throwing in their opinions without throwing in their interpretation please seek me even though i'm taking a break from facebook my messenger is open you can always message me i read them read all the messages and i will gladly happily help you on this beautiful journey you're about to walk on with the holy spirit with jesus christ if you need prayers please again message me inbox me email me my email is in this podcast um email me. Justin and I will pray for you. We will pray for you. We'll pray with you if that's what you'd like. We will help you on this beautiful walk. I also want to say that in the next little while, uh, Justin will be joining me on these podcasts. We will be doing these together. And I'm really looking forward to that because I think we can um, really share the Lord in, in a beautiful way together. So Keep your ear out for that. Keep your eye open for um, the notification. 
Anyways, guys, I thank you for joining me. I encourage you to read Joshua 1.9. It's a beautiful verse. It's one of my favorites. It's encouraging. It's uplifting. It will motivate you. It does with me. Like I said, it's my favorite verse, and I just I find it it's an amazing, amazing verse. Anyways, guys, take care. Thank you for joining me. Please join me again all over coffee, and we'll talk again soon. Bye for now, guys. Hey guys, I just wanted to thank you for taking this time with me today to fellowship and learn more about our wonderful Heavenly Father, His perfect Son, Jesus Christ, and the incredible Holy Spirit as we apply the Bible to our lives and our faith. I hope that what you heard today has touched your heart and is tended to administered by the Holy Spirit. I pray that He fills you with His discernmentship and understanding so that the words of the Bible imprint on your heart with meaning and worth. Until we're again together fellowshipping over coffee, this is Ali Benfield signing off. Bye for now, guys. Bible Coffee Talk. What? You're still here? Podcast over. Go home. Go. Cool.